Hello, my friends. Okay, it is 6.30 in the morning when I'm recording this, and I'm recording it in the nook under the stairs because sometimes you just have to do what you have to do. And it made me think a lot about how I made this fun little nook for my son under the stairs. Just, I put lights in it, and I put a whiteboard in it and made it so fun, and I can't remember the last time this thing was used, so now I'm in here using it, and it feels good. (laughs) Anyway, I want to um, cover something today that has been, that has come up a lot in my conversations with many of you in my messages on Instagram, or just responses to emails or anything like that, and a lot of you are feeling this... um, I guess, frustration, feeling burdens of being the heaviest weight I've ever been. That's what the message I get a lot. I'm bigger than I've ever been. I'm heavier than I've ever been. Like, this is not me or the, or whatever. And I wanted to address this today because it's coming up a lot. And I want to f- send love and help you work through this and help you work through these emotions and all of that. So, if you're in a place where maybe you don't feel like your body is recognizable to you or you're frustrated with it or you just feel like it's not the size that it quote should be or anything like that or if you are one of those that have reached out and said I'm the heaviest I've ever been what should I do this episode is for you. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Before I go any further, you know I have to throw this in here. Where can we separate our bodies from who we are and recognize that you have so much goodness to you? And our bodies are not a reflection of the person that we are. And just recognizing that it's okay to um, feel what you're feeling. And I guess I just wanted to say first thing, like out of the gate, that 
you're worthy of showing up in love for your body and it's good and you're good and there's so much goodness to you even if your body is different than it has been and that doesn't reflect who you are and how you can show up as in the world so I really want to just throw that in there really quick to to let you know that um, your body's good and you're good and everything that you're doing is good enough and remember we talk a lot about where we are is good enough. And as we continue to work toward things and, and take care of our bodies, our good enough will expand. So where it is right now is good enough and it will continue to expand in good enough as you keep working toward whatever it is that you want to work toward. So I want to walk you through a few steps today, um, four steps to help you kind of navigate these emotions and what to do when your body just feels like it's a in a place where you don't want it to be or it's a place that it's never been and we're in uncharted territory or, or anything like that. So step number one is to feel your feelings. <laughs> I know that a lot of times in the wellness world, we tend to um, just kind of let things like forget about the inside stuff, just like suck it up, you know, no pain, no gain, just go work it off and all of that. And I really think it's important to feel your feelings because your feelings are valid and we discount feelings, but we need to recognize that they're there for a reason. And if we ignore them, they're not going to, they're not going to serve us. Right. So I like to think of, um, maybe the scenario that you're going through as the stages of grief. I mean, really they apply here. We can go through a feeling of denial, like, okay, how did I get here? How did this happen? Right? Like how, how did my body get to this place? And then we go through this stage of anger of like, this is so frustrating. What, what did I do? Like, why am I here? You know, how did I, I mean, again, how did I get here? And just like that feeling of anger of like, how did I let myself go or, or whatever you're thinking. I'm just kind of trying to process these emotions out loud with you. Um, bargaining is the next step. Oh, I'll do anything. I'll do anything. I'm going to hit the gym at 5am. I'm going to, um, cut out carbs. I'm going to cut out sugar. I'm going to track my back macros. Like you, you kind of bargain, like, just let me get this weight down. Just um, desperation. Right. Then we usually enter a stage of depression and that can vary, right? Like depression has different, um, different definitions, but feeling this feeling of like, I don't want to do anything. Like it kind of is hard to stay motivated. It's hard to show up for yourself because you feel yucky and you just feel depressed and down and yucky. And then the last stage is acceptance. They're trying to solve things when they're trying to figure things out. They want to typically be alone. They want to um, work it through with themselves. And so, for example, you know, if you are an internal processor, you might want to um, grab a journal or a notebook or, or um, you know, meditate or pray or anything like that where you're internally working through those emotions. So you're working with it on your own. Other people are external processors. This is this is what I am. <laughs> I'm a total extrovert. Um, and it doesn't really, it doesn't signify like if you're an extrovert, you're an, ex- you're an external processor, but it typically kind of goes along with that. Um, 
But you tend to process emotions by talking to people, by getting it out, by working through it, by like getting it out of your body. And so for me, I have some good friends, business friends in certain areas and health friends in other areas. Like I have friends who I know I can go to, to talk about certain things. Um, financial, I have a friend who I talk a lot of like money stuff with and all my money blocks and all of that. Um, and so I will, you know, get on and, and we'll, we'll chat Voxer or Marco Polo or something and I'll kind of unload those emotions and they know like that's, um, how I process things and they know that, that they're a friend in that way. Um, some people also really like to release emotions. You could do a voice memo to yourself. So it's just like getting it out, getting it out. Um, I like to get it out to someone for some reason, a voice memo is not quite as exciting to me, but, um, so just recognizing that there, there are a couple different ways of processing these emotions. And so as you're feeling these emotions, allow yourself to feel them then allow yourself to process them. Okay. Cater to those strengths, cater to the way of processing your emotions and how you work through them. Because that's super, super important. We have to learn how to feel our feelings and not push them aside. They're there for a reason. And if we don't learn how to deal with them, they're just going to make things ugly (laughs) as we go along because we won't know what to do with them. Okay. The second thing is accepting your circumstances. Okay. So I wanted to compare it this way because I thought I always bring in money analogies and I'm sorry, but this is kind of like a really good analogy to me. Let's say in your life, you, you maybe you're sitting down and you're looking at your finances and you're thinking, oh, they're not where I want them to be. Or gosh, I should be further along by now. Or what was I thinking? Where is the money going? And like all of these questions that may be coming up and you're recognizing, you're kind of going through these stages of grief again. Like, how did I get here? Oh, I'm so mad. This is so frustrating. Um, I'll do whatever it takes. I'm just going to like not eat and I'm not going to buy clothes and anything. And then we kind of feel this, the, the feelings of depression of like, what did I do? Why did I do this? Oh, this is so frustrating. And then we have to come to this level of acceptance of like, okay, The money has been spent on what it has been spent on. And there's nothing I can do about that now. I can't change that. I can't, I can't do anything about that right now. And I have to just learn to accept that the money that was there or whatever, it's, it's gone. It's, it's done. The the decisions of the past have been made. Okay. So we have to learn when we think about looking at our bodies, we have to just learn to accept the circumstances. Yeah, things were stressful. I didn't take care of my body as well as I wanted to. And we have to be responsible for all of those actions that have happened in the past and take 100% responsibility and accountability for the actions that we will take in the future. So we have to take a minute to say, you know what, what's done is done. Those choices have been done and there's no sense in me looking back and saying, I wish I would have done this. I should be further along all of those things because it doesn't, it's not going to do anything for you. So take a minute to say what's done is done. The decisions have been made and I am here and I am ready to take 100% accountability for the actions that will take place in the future, knowing that they won't be perfect Okay, we're not setting ourselves up for perfection and failure here. 
but that I'm responsible for my actions moving forward. I can't change the past, but I can change the here and now, and that in turn changes the present. And so it's really not about making excuses. Okay. It's not about saying, oh, well, um, my life was stressful then, or this was hard. Like, I don't, I don't want you to look at it from this place of excuse. I constantly make excuses, but instead just accepting. Yeah. Life was hard. I had a baby, uh, COVID happened, right? Things were stressful. Things were hard. We were working through some things in our family. There was so many things that could come up, right? I had surgery. I had an injury, anything like that. It's not about coming up with excuses, but instead just saying, okay, these were the decisions that I made and that's okay. And they're teaching me something and I'm ready to move on. Okay. This was my life and this is how it happened. And there's nothing I can do about the past, but I know that I can take accountability right now and I can change the future. Okay. Number three is probably the most important piece of all of these steps. Okay. This is like, if you forget this, you just need to not forget it. (laughs) Um, Find goodness in the body that you have. This is the most powerful piece. And it's the piece we always forget because we go straight to desperation to get out of it. I want you to take a minute to see the good in the body that you have right now. Look at the experiences that have shaped who you are. Remember, you are more than a body, okay? And I know that's like a cliche word or whatever, but you are. You have so much to give and your body does not tell the world who you are. How can you see yourself as more than a body? What do you have to offer that has nothing to do with your body size or shape? This is important because if we approach change from a place of desperation, we all know how that ends. We've all been there. It's happened. It's happened too many times. What we need to do is change from the inside out. And if the inside is in turmoil, it won't ever change. And if you're struggling with that, if you're struggling with finding joy in your body, I have an audio course. I call it my Body Love Freedom audio program. And it's 14 days of basically loving on your body and taking care of it. And it's just audio recordings. I think they're less than 10 minutes each to help you get to this place of acceptance and recognize that you have so much to give in the body that you have. I'll link that in the show notes, but it's just a woman of wellness.com forward slash body love freedom. This is important. Find goodness in the body that you have right now. When we do that, then we can move on to step number four. We can learn to create change. Because what got you here won't get you there. And we know that. And sometimes we want to deny it, but it's true. There's nothing we can do to change the past. 
and the choices that you've made to get your body here won't get you where you want to go. So first step is to learn to take a little inventory. Sit down. If you're an external processor, talk to a friend. If you're an internal processor, journal it. I kind of do a mixture of both. I like to journal too. Um, And so this would be a really great opportunity to sit down and journal and ask yourself, what do I want to change? Just take inventory of where you're at. What do I want to change? What needs to change in my life? And that's just not, not just about body size, but like what habits do I have that I need to create change with? What, what things need to change in my life to get myself where I want to be? Just write it all down. Everything that comes to your mind. It's like a brain dump, okay? Take inventory of where you are and where you want to go. Step number two is to choose one thing. Let me say that again. Choose one thing. It is so hard, I know, (laughs) because you write down all the ideas and then you go, okay, I'm going to change them all at once. This does not work. We know this. It doesn't work. And it's so frustrating because our natural minds want to go straight to the, I'm going to overhaul it overnight. I'm going to change five habits habits at once. And that is unrealistic and impossible. It just doesn't work. So look at your, look at your list and ask yourself, what one thing could create a powerful impact right now in my life? Is it me getting 10 minutes of exercise every day? We have 10 minute exercises in the Women's Wellness Hub you can just do every single day? Is it you getting water first thing in the morning and setting yourself up for the day? Is it you making sure that your meals have a vegetable and a fruit in it? Whatever it is, choose one thing. Is it you just getting into the mindset of wellness? Is it you just thinking like, okay, how can I think like a woman of wellness right now? That's good. That's good. And that's enough. So choose one thing And then step number three is make that one thing a priority. You've got to choose something that you want to make a priority. If you don't want to make it a priority, it's not going to last. So take a minute to think, what is that one thing that I want to change? And how can I make that a priority in my life? If I want to increase exercise and movement in my life, what do I need to do? Do I need to do that first thing in the morning? Do I need to set aside a time to do it? Do I need to get a babysitter? I don't know. Like asking yourself these questions, how can I make this one thing? Okay, one, not two, not more than one. How can I make this one thing a priority? And I would love to hear what you come up with. If you want to send me a message on Instagram, uh, email, anything like that, I would love to hear what your one thing is. And I want to cheer you on every step of the way. Because as you go along, just like we talked about earlier, that one thing will ripple and it will grow and your efforts in that one thing will expand and it will expand into other areas. You will be so surprised, especially if you haven't done this before, how one small change can literally change everything. It begins to create a ripple effect. When you are in the mindset of wellness, you choose one thing, let's say you choose to step into the mindset of wellness and everything you do, you ask yourself, how can I, how can I be a woman of wellness in this moment? Think about all the choices that you can make by making that one thing a priority. What if you decide to get more hydration in your day? Think about the choices, the things that could change when you feel better and a little more energized. 
The problem with traditional diet overhaul is that we try to expand too quickly, like a balloon. I like to think of it like a balloon. We try to um, do all the things and we're blowing this balloon, blowing this balloon, blowing this balloon. And what happens? We all know the balloon pops. It gets too full and it can't expand within the capacity that it has. So I want you to think about that. How can I expand in the capacity that I have? And it's by choosing one thing to focus on at a time. Your body will begin to match your habits. This is important. And this is something I probably differ. I don't know. I don't, the, maybe the message differs from a lot of people. But guess what? It's science. The efforts that you make toward your health, your body will begin to match those efforts and you will create change according to those efforts. And the truth is, the thing about it is, is that you get to choose what that looks like. If you want to follow a bodybuilder diet and exercise plan, then your body's going to look like a bodybuilder. If you want to follow 50%, your body's going to look like it, you followed it 50%. Like it's important to recognize that we, we can, I don't know, we can call ourselves out a little bit and say, yeah, my body matches my efforts. As long as we have everything in place, like sometimes our hormones are out of whack and sometimes we have other things I know that go on. But in general, if your body's generally, you know, in a ready to change state or a, a, a quote healthy place to create that change and we don't have you know wacky hormones going on or anything like that your body will match those efforts and you will start to see change you will start to see physical change and that is what changing from the inside out means so just remember that and what if you just took it a day at a time and you weren't in this place of like I've got to quickly get my body down but instead say, okay, what habits can I create so that my body will learn to match what, I, what I'm doing? And you get to choose what that looks like. You get to choose those habits. You get to decide how hard you want to work or how not hard you want to work. It doesn't matter, but you get, your, you get to have your woman of wellness vision. And it begins from the inside out. And this month, inside the Women's Wellness Hub, which is a monthly women's wellness membership, we are talking about our biggest, we're having our biggest, best workshop yet. Um, we have workshops every single month, and I am talking about how to create habits that set you up for lasting success. This is a really big one because what do you normally do? You overhaul everything overnight, and then we pop like a balloon. And I'm going to teach you how to come in and do just what we talked about. How do we create this change that we want to create? And it's obviously going to be a little more um, involved than the three steps that we talked about. Taking inventory, choosing one thing, making that thing a priority. But I'm going to teach you how to set your habits up for lifelong success. And we have a woman in there that is just thriving with these habits and has... Um, just I just heard, got a message the other day and I was listening and that's why I brought this up um, about just like all the things that she's been working on. She's been working on one habit at a time and they've stuck for a long time and it's been so fun to watch. And so just recognize that your habits can stick, but we've got to find a way to do it, approach it the right way and to set them up for success. 
There is a method. There's a formula to help your habits stick. And we've got to, we've got to follow that formula. So I would love to have you join us inside the women's wellness hub. I'll have the show notes in the, uh, the link in the show notes as well as it's just a woman of forward slash W W H women's wellness hub. Um, we'd love to have you in there. And this month we are talking about all about creating those habits. You get the replay. So if you can't come live, but of course I want to see your lovely face live. Um, but I hope more than anything, this episode helped. <laughs> I guess all my episodes, I hope they help. But um, I hope if you're if you're feeling that discouragement in your body, if you're feeling frustrated with where you are, any of those things, I hope this brought some light, um, some understanding, and more than anything, a an invitation, an invitation to sit down and to feel your feelings. Let yourself feel those feelings. To accept your circumstances and recognize we can't change the past, but we can change the here and now. And in changing the here and now, that changes the future. And then learning how to find goodness in the body that you have. And with that goodness, we can then take steps to create change. I hope you see that your body is good and you are good wherever you are right now. And your feelings are valid. Use those feelings to create happy change. Choose the happy change that works for you. I will be back next week with another episode. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.